Fact or fiction? The Real Football Fans in New Jersey is the best podcast out there. Fact. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Real Football Fans of New Jersey. This is episode 130. Wow, rack them up, rack them up, rack yes, them up. Literally, yes. we just keep tacking them on. Celebr- celebrated week. that 100th episode right before COVID and the know. pandemic hit, and now 30 episodes later. Where has the time gone? I don't know. I don't know. Right? I like, think people are okay with 2020 hurrying its way up. Hurrying it up. But, you know, the next time <laughs> we talk, we'll be at like our 200th episode. We'll have yeah. another party. It's going to be phenomenal. So thank you guys so much for joining us for this episode. Super, super excited to be here. We're going to give you all the things football, all the things housewives. Yes. We're drinking wine. We hope you're drinking your wine right now. Um, we asked you guys to ask us questions this week. Right. So we got a boatload of questions. Thank you guys so much. So here are the ones that we selected. So let's get right into it. Yep. So the first question, not wine related actually, but beer related. It's very festive right now. What are your top five pumpkin beers? <laughs> um, I Such don't, a tough one. Such a yeah, tough one. I don't know if I have five off the top mm-hmm. of my head. That's a lot, but I can definitely give you three that I'm liking. Uh, okay. I'm always, well, my number, one of my favorite beers of all time ever is Traveler's Jacko Traveler mm-hmm. um, Pumpkin Shandy. Have not seen it in stores no, anywhere. Anywhere, anywhere. So if anybody has a store yeah. that, you know, they're selling it, let me know. I will mm-hmm. drive whatever distance yeah. because I'm really craving it and missing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Shipyard. I like their pumpkin beer. And uh, recently we discovered Sam Adams yeah. has a limited release pumpkin ale. Obviously they different call it from like their- They Jacko too, I think. Yeah, yeah, obviously different. They have their Oktoberfest, um, but they mm-hmm. have this pumpkin ale right now. And I'm not a huge Sam Adams girl, but this is a mm-hmm. really, really, really good pumpkin beer. I yeah. highly recommend it. So I 100% agree with you um, on those three. I think I would give Shipyard's um, pumpkin head a little, push it out a little bit more. Shipyard um, has to be in a pint glass with cinnamon yeah, around, and like around really the cold, really yeah. cold. So I might push that one out a little bit. I love Pumpkin um, by Southern Tier. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorites. It's a popular one. Um, and I'm trying to think of um, Line and Kugel. Their Pumpkin Harvest yes. is very, very good. That could have been in my top five. Um, and then also River Horse makes an excellent pumpkin beer too, mm-hmm. but be very very careful, similar high to pumpkin, very high in alcohol. Yeah. They're both of them reach like upwards to 10%. So you oh gotta boy. be careful. Yeah. Drink one of those. Well, remember the one time we were at your house and we had the, and this was when you lived next door to me and mm-hmm. we had the a bunch of the pumpkin beers. We tried them. We didn't realize the river horse was like 12%. Don't we forget. had like two and we were like, woo, <laughs> feeling the pumpkin <laughs> beers good. tonight. But honestly, any of those are delicious. You yeah. know us, we love a good pumpkin beer paired with football. Definitely go try those. Yes. Or number two, will uh, Dave Gettleman get fired this season? Probably, yeah. Um, it just seems a little bit inevitable. I think, you after, know, you've got yeah. like when a team is this bad, like people want to point fingers mm-hmm. and blame's got to go somewhere, and it's usually the GM or right. the head coach. And we Joe Judge Reese for how long? Though? Right, but like you can't fire the head coach because right. he's this is his new, first yeah. year, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. and especially first year head coaches this year because mm-hmm. of COVID and not being able to like really yeah. get into the system That's the way a, a new point. coach mm-hmm. would. They're not going to fire him and, right. and somebody's going to have to take the fall and it's going to be David Gettleman. Yeah, so I think, you know, week one, the loss, everyone was, you know, putting him up and pinning him <laughs> to the cross and doing all this stuff. And I was like, you know what? Like, I, I, I disagree. Is it um, fair now? It, I think it is fair now. I do say yes. I think the biggest thing that has turned me, though, is that they're playing a lot of stuff from when he was first hired in his first draft, going into a mm-hmm. second draft, things like that. He's been promising to fix our offensive line for a very long time. I know. Time. He was going to get those hog mollies and, and make us that solid offensive and, line and like we were used been, to having. We need, if you're going to make decisions like that and you're going to promise something, we need to see at least this much of progress. There's yeah. no progress. Yeah. Nothing. Agreed. Agreed. Um, okay, number three. Um, who do you believe is the best team in the NFC East? Best is a strong word. It really shouldn't be labeled I just for want anybody. To give it like right? a nobody. No, like a um, pass. 
I mean, I'm going to say the team that I think has the most potential and and should be better. They should all be better than what they're producing yeah. right now. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, and it's I'm going to say that too. And people are definitely going to continue to roll their eyes when we say that. But there's so much going into the season. It was so many people were high on the Cowboys, and it's been that way for a while now. Yeah. With with Dak, with Zeke, yeah. with good weapons. You have weapons. You had yeah. a good draft. I mean, a good solid kind of that. A lot of people more. feel that the draft was strong for them, but they filled positions. That- they already had areas of weakness they haven't really filled yet. So maybe that's where they're kind of hitting these vulnerable spots right mm-hmm. now. And they're not doing as best as they can, right. but they're very similar to an Atlanta Falcons team from 2019. You had the weapons, but you're playing shitty. Yeah. What the hell is the problem? I know it's, and it's hard to pinpoint yeah. it. I think, uh, but I agree with you on that answer too. It's essentially, there is no best team. It's that is the team that should right. be the best probably. Right. On paper, at least. Yeah. Um, number four, do you think the Giants would consider trading Saquon Barkley? Um, yeah, I'm probably going to say no, because mm-hmm. right now we have the youngest roster in the NFL. Yeah. And as funny as this is, like Saquon is the veteran presence on yeah. that team, mm-hmm. even though he's only been in the league for a couple of years. He is a captain and... You know, usually your quarterback's the heart and soul of your football team, but Saquon Barkley for the Giants right now is is currently the heart, even though he's yeah. hurt. He is the heart and soul of the New York Giants football team, and I, I kind of don't see them doing that. You got to, as, mer- as much as you got to give Daniel Jones a line, you got to give Saquon Barkley a line. Um, he's, you know, I could see maybe, you know, he's a slant guy. So he's doing all these crazy moves. He can powerhouse through people, but he doesn't do it all the time. Mm-hmm. And you see him get, you struggle right there. Right. There's a different type of running back that can just plow through people. And maybe they don't need a line. Mm-hmm. He does. And that's yeah. just how he plays. And he's going to be a lot stronger with that. We do have a comment on Instagram though, that Dak's been carrying their, uh, their fantasy team playing really in. well. He is. So, so not knocking Dak by or, any means. Um, like 50 points last week. I think. More than that. 70. 70. Oh, I um, went one for one for three in my or no one. I don't one know, two. One and you're, two. You're in three leagues. Yeah. Trash. Trash. Um, the thing I want to just say though about Saquon, even though saying no, mm-hmm. I don't think they would do it. I also want to like point out the fact that I I didn't think they would trade Odell Beckham Jr. I didn't think they would trade Landon I Collins. Can't. So crazier things have happened. Yeah, you never know. Hundred percent. Uh, five. So this is an interesting question in the world of fantasy. Um, so should Justin Jackson running back on the Los Angeles Rams be picked up in fantasy leagues, you know, around chargers, not the Rams. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. The, (laughs) every time I put LA, I I just, I'm (laughs) too many teams. Um, sorry. So for the chargers, um, so running back for the chargers. So should he be picked up in your fantasy league? So Disclaimer right here. I, first of all, I didn't send in this question, but I just picked him up today, actually. Okay. Um, so in a world of COVID and strange things happening, there are people that are out there that are getting chances that you may have not seen before mm-hmm. that are actually doing pretty big things. So this kid's been doing great things week after week. I picked him up today because he was available. I don't know if I'm looking at the wrong guy. I thought I was. You're saying he's done things week after week. I didn't know who he was, so I looked up his stats, and he hasn't done anything. I'm like, did he just have a big game? Oh, like, I don't know. he's only carried he carried the ball like two or three times last game for like eight mm-hmm. yards, something like. He hasn't he was actually done it today. I'm well, it's because it. Austin Eckler's hurt now, mm-hmm. right? He's going to be out several weeks. Yeah. Um, and they do believe that this kid is going to be the feature back ahead of uh, Kelly. Right. But mm-hmm. I was like, oh, did, has he done something to like make people already be like, oh, I've got to pick him up. And and to me, the only reason is Eckler's hurt. But I, I got to think that there's better mm-hmm. options out there if you need a running back. I know he's going to be the main right. guy. But he's never even shown anything yet. So I'm not opposed for people like picking him up, but I'd rather see how he does like at yeah. least one game as the feature back because there's fair. no stats there. That's fair. I have him starting this weekend, so he better do big things. All right. I now. hope it works out. <laughs> so I, I have did, nothing to judge him on. I know. I had to put Chubb on IR, obviously. Luckily, the fantasy league I am in allows you to put guys on IR and allows That's you good. to pull in guys. So I did put him there. So okay. hopefully it's only a couple of weeks, but yeah. I did have to fill in the sweet spots. And my backup right Running back, one of my main guys was Matt Breida, and I'm not 100% confident with him, so I'm going to give this kid a chance. um, And then finally, throwing this question out there, but not very happy about it, not Mm -hmm. well be. How does it feel that the Eagles are in first place? I'll tell you how it feels. 
Pathetic. It doesn't feel like anything because they're in first place with a one, two, and one yeah, record. Like, like and, every, and everybody, we have zero wins. Obviously, that sucks. But Washington yeah. has one win. Dallas has one win, and Philly has one win. We're so yeah, trash. the only thing that's keeping you ahead yeah. is a tie with with the Bengals. Yeah, seriously, like so, I'm not impressed, and I don't really care. It means yeah. nothing. For Everybody us. right now considers the entire NFC East a joke, and they are. So just because you're in first place, yeah, you know, it's like being the smartest kid at you know. Dumb camp. I don't know. Whatever that saying is. You know what I mean? It doesn't, is very doesn't, offensive to kids who went to dumb camp. Doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother me. No, it doesn't. It's just, it's whatever at this point. So you're going to have the Eagles fans that are very similar to Cowboys fans. You get one lick of positivity and they don't shut the hell up about it. Nobody's so. scared. We ain't scared. We ain't scared. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I ain't afraid of no Eagles. Thanks. All right. Well, those were our questions, right? That's all of them. Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys so much. Those were really good ones. Um, and we're going to get into our big stories of the week now in the world of football. Wow. There is a lot to talk yeah. about. Oof. A lot of things just within the last 24 hours yeah. that we had to update our notes on. Um, but let's start with one of the biggest stories since we last saw you guys. Um, on Monday, the Houston Texans fired their head coach, who is also yeah. was also their GM, Bill O'Brien. Let this be a lesson to you. Don't let them be the same person on your team. Yeah, because now, <laughs> right. I mean, you're out that, to people. I've, I have never believed in that. I always think that's like a weird, odd situation. Yeah. I do think you need two people filling those roles. Because now you have a backup. Person. A backup. And backup, now you're backup. trying to Just, fill yeah. a head coach spot and yeah. a GM spot. Um, this is after the Texans started the season 0-4. Obviously, expectations. I know they got rid of, you know, their best player in DeAndre right. Hopkins, um, but expectations are not to be 0-4 mm -hmm. as the yeah. Houston Texans. I don't think they're as bad as that record is. Um, he spent six seasons with the team, won four AFC South Division titles. Uh, associate head coach Romeo Cornell is now going to be taking over as interim head coach. He does have head coaching experience with two different teams. So, I mean, at least it's a good guy to fill in in the meantime. Uh, the team is off to its worst yeah. start since 2008. I did good. see right before the show, mm -hmm. I was watching ESPN, caught like the little blurbs at the bottom of the screen and read that a couple of weeks before the firing of Bill O'Brien, he had gotten into a very heated argument with star player J.J. Watt, who is like the heartbeat of yeah. that team. Yeah. Uh, and that's where it kind of felt like Bill O'Brien almost like lost his locker room a yeah. little bit. And you guys know when that happens, you once you lose locker room, it's done. I mean, that's it's like done. that's like if we had heard that the New York Giants head coach had gotten into a heated argument with Saquon. It's, that's it. Like you, it'd be like, okay, yeah. uh, I think we need to move on from right. you because clearly you're not connecting with the most right. important player yeah. on the team. Yeah. Uh, so I would say that had to be a huge factor in the decision. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, I do think it was always weird that the, he was given that GM spot because I do feel like he has been a head coach that's been on the hot seat season yeah. after season after season. Like, do we fire him? Then he did this weird thing with DeAndre Hopkins that yeah. makes no sense no to sense. me whatsoever. Uh, I feel like this needed to happen, but I feel like it needed to happen not four games mm -hmm. into the season. It should have happened either at the end of the season or it should have happened. Really should yeah. have happened last year at the end of last yeah. season. So. Or at the end of last season, bring in an actual GM. So this weird DeAndre Hopkins thing may have not have happened. Right. I mean, I, you can't have someone calling the plays, the shots for both areas. I would so. love to like be a fly on the wall in that room. Yeah. And that was suggested that they get rid of DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Like, like what, who brought that up? Whose idea was that to begin with? Seriously. Terrible. 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 Uh, we do have a little bit of an injury report. Unfortunately, we've been giving you injury reports every week now. Uh, but we did say Los Angeles Chargers running back Austin Eckler. He is going on IR mm. with a hamstring injury. He is out for at least one month. If you have him in fantasy, most people, you know, do. He was drafted. Yep. Uh, obviously, make sure you replace him, fill that spot, yeah. Justin Jackson or somebody else. Um, Cleveland running back Nick Chubb. We also mentioned Ugh. him. You have him as Tough well. Blow for Placed me. on IR MCL injury, expected to miss roughly six weeks. At least it's at the beginning of the season. Know, so people I who know. have him in fantasy, yeah. like if you can hold on to him and, and think yep. that you can survive without him for a little bit, Barely. definitely try to hold on to him if you can. Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Julio Jones. He was questionable going into the Monday He's night football game. He's been every week. He's been banged week one, up. Yeah. He, he had missed a game. He was questionable going into the Monday night football mm -hmm. game. He re-aggravated that hamstring yeah. in injury 
And so obviously people have him in fantasy. I do. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you have three teams. You essentially have everybody. Can we just say that? No, I when don't you have actually. Teams, you have a two good of majority. my teams are actually very similar. I okay. drafted very right. similar teams on, but that's because I went after who I wanted. I have, I always have a plan. So yes, Julio is actually on my one. I don't have him on all, at all now. Well, I do have him on one. Everybody yes. needs to uh, keep an eye out for him. My yeah. assumption is I have not started. I haven't yet. started him once yet. I I gotta so, think he's not playing this yeah. weekend, and I don't know if this yeah. is gonna be. Like I might actually a get rid. I might get rid of him, to be perfectly honest. So anyone who's in my league is gonna be looking Trade at him. Gonna... Someone who doesn't know what's going on or what they're doing. I know. <laughs> um, and then this is crazy because we started our notes for the show mm -hmm. yesterday, right? Yeah. And obviously this we've been talking to you guys about the Tennessee <laughs> yeah. Titans and how they had mm -hmm. last week when we spoke with you guys, they had eight player slash personnel yeah. members of the team test positive for COVID. Obviously that pushed their game. Yeah. They did not play. Uh, and yesterday when we were doing the notes, we had got to report to you guys that they had had zero positive COVID tests for the second straight day and that things were on the up and up. Yeah, everyone was up. It was not up. anymore. Not so anymore. within the last 24 hours, <laughs> now we have a list of 22 total oh Tennessee Titans players slash personnel have tested positive for COVID. Um, they're they're shut down. Obviously, they're still not practicing. But then there's also been rumors that they've been secretly yeah. meeting up outside of practice facilities. Which pisses me off. Which is not no going to be a good thing. Like, no. The NFL will definitely have to crack down on that. Yeah. We've got some other big name people who have tested positive. Cam Newton. That was New England. One. New England has shut down their facility yeah. as well. I think they're not going back until tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But who knows? Maybe that could be pushed. Maybe that game won't be played because uh, you also have Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. For the New England Patriots also mm -hmm. just tested positive. You have Corey Davis oh as God. one of he those was big. In Patrick Mahomes' face at the end of the game. There's yes. a picture. It's yeah. terrifying. Well, okay. So here's the thing, though. Um, they played KC, yeah. and so far, nobody from KC has tested yeah. positive. So that's, that's a little that's scary because they obviously waited until that morning for the Pats to leave, and they waited until everyone again was tested again. Everyone mm -hmm. came back negative. So he clearly came back negative. Yeah. And it's like, now why? It's just a lot of it's very confusing. Yeah. Um, Corey Davis is one of the big names for the mm -hmm. Tennessee Titans that I did see was revealed. Yeah. He tested positive. I have a feeling Derek somebody Henry from the it. somebody from the Raiders tested positive. I just saw yeah. before we before we started. Uh, this is really the list goes on. And it's on. kind of building steam. Yeah, and the NFL is just literally going to have to deal with this yeah. on a week by week it's basis, a day, day by day. I would say day day it would basis. surprise me if that every week until the rest of the season mm -hmm. that we have at least one game that needs to be pushed or postponed or yeah. something. So they spoke about it. So every a lot of people are feeling con like very strongly that in the next week or so they should just take a, you know, a, everybody have a bye. Everyone have a bye. <laughs> To like yeah. kind of figure things out. It wouldn't out. be a bad idea. It's honestly. not a terrible idea. But then there's also a proposal out there that, you know, week, you know, 17, they bring on a week 17 and 18, where it's a majority of the teams That's have buys. That's kind of what I thought they would do. They're going to do something like that. And it's, it's, whether, you know, they do take a week 10 or 11, you know, league wide buy and then mm -hmm. add in another, it's like, it's, it's very confusing, Again. but we do, you got to think about it. We do have our first bye week this week. The Lions right. and the yeah. Packers yeah. are on a yeah. buy this week. So we are introducing that. Maybe mm -hmm. that will play into a positive factor. Mm -hmm. We don't know. I mean, I don't think the Titans are going to play again this week. So I think that's going to yeah. be a yeah. big question. We'll definitely keep you guys posted. Yeah. Again, this is a week by week thing. This isn't like almost like an hour by hour thing because, as we said, we were going to give you good news tonight, and we didn't. And know things change real it's quick. Not good news. <laughs> um, and then something that broke also this morning. Mm. Dwayne Haskins, quarterback for the <laughs> Washington Football Team, he is sophomore uh, quarterback. He is being benched for Kyle huh. Allen. Hilarious. Um, and Alex Smith is even going to be listed as QB. Is QB two. Um. Oh, look at that! Look who decided to show up late. Our third co-host. Wow, and he's leaving. And he's already wow. leaving. Wow! Wow! We gave you a second wow, chance. Wow! Wow, Tucker! Wow! But um, yeah, no surprise though with the Dwayne Haskins benching. It was. I don't know. I'm a little surprised. I I have to yeah. say he's not playing as bad as I thought. He's not playing good. No, well, yeah. But he's not playing as bad. I thought it was going to be like a train wreck. I think they are such a train wreck, though, that they wanted to see what Kyle Allen I got to tell you, I think the reason, and I think Ron Rivera spoke about it a little bit, yeah. I think the reason that they're doing it 
is because of the fact that even though they're one in three, mm-hmm. the NFC East is so bad and still could be won by anybody right. with yeah. whatever record that they are like, oh, like even though we're one in three, like if we just change this, like maybe we could take over yeah, the division. Yeah, but you drafted this kid. That's why I don't like that. So you're not going to put Colt McCoy in for Daniel Jones. You're not going right. to do that. It's you just a- don't give up on somebody that easy. It's why the Bears have still been going up until – recently yeah. with Mitchell Trubisky yeah. because you drafted him second overall. Like yeah. you have to give that player. Yeah. I definitely, yeah. I, I, I'm not surprised though, because they did talk about the behind the scenes, like with Ron Rivera talking to Dwayne Haskins and a lot of the conversations where I just, I need to see more of a spark out of yeah. you. I need you to see you play better. And it's week after week. And being benched. I don't know. He didn't even have any like snaps at practice today. Ron, Ron Rivera is a gambling yeah, man. They don't call him Riverboat Ron for nothing. No, so maybe it's not a popular opinion. Maybe it's not the way things are normally done. Like not giving that quarterback yeah. that you drafted last year more of a chance. But like, he, he sees this division and he feels like it's yeah. anybody's for the taking mm-hmm. right now, yeah. regardless of his horrible records. Mm-hmm. Let's give like I I thought Kyle Allen was phenomenal. And, and keep in mind. He knows how Kyle Allen could be. Absolutely. He was just with him in Literally, Carolina. Yeah. So he knows what the kid's got. And maybe he's been wanting to do this. And he's come in in a very similar situation where he had to take yeah. over for, yeah. listen, you know, saying I thought Cam he was doing it. I but... thought that whenever Cam got healthy, which he really didn't, I was like, and people were Kyle like, Allen oh, all the way. I was like, no, Kyle Allen still gets the job. We spoke like, about it week after week. As we did. We did. So very, I, I'm very interested. I think this could be well. a positive thing for yeah, Washington. For sure. All right, so obviously that was the news. Well, let's get into our week four thoughts. So crazy yeah. enough, we are four weeks into the season already. Holy moly, going into week five. Yeah. Just going a blink of an eye. Um, so the Indianapolis Colts defense allowed just 28 rushing yards um, in their win over Chicago. That's insanity. Like, holy smokes. Wow. Yeah. Holy smokes, Batman. I, I kind of like this Colts team. I know they have moments of sketchiness. Yeah. But I think they're I just think getting need, adjusted to You each need other. those moments of sketchiness to adjust. Yeah. I think I, that, yeah, I, you need that. I feel mm-hmm. somewhat okay about it. Like, you I'm can't just come out of nowhere and be a phenomenal team. Right. And that would be even Rivers. more you've sketchy. Got Rivers, right? Yeah. You and have it. You've got He's got to do more, though, in my opinion. Yeah. Clearly, we're talking about the defense right now. Right, I think right, going right. into week four, a lot of people were talking about how, like, well, wait a minute. I really haven't. He hasn't really done much. So I would like to see more out of him. I agree. Phenomenal job by the defense. Yes. Um, so yeah, so the, and I sat here the fewest in a game since 2009. So good for you. Yeah, for her. Insane. It's great. Um, so, oh yeah. So, um, Dallas, uh, QB Dak Prescott threw a four, 450 plus passing yards. They did lose to the Browns though. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um, it was a 49 to 38 loss. So it was a, listen, this weekend, Right off the bat, a lot of scoring right away. Yeah. Five games, the team had 31 points. Yes. Big yeah. scoring week. I remember I sent that to you after, and I was like, holy shit, like th- five teams at 31 yeah. points. Like, I, I watch I watch NFL Red Zone, and obviously yeah. they always play all the touchdowns, and the guy it was, was like, like, we were watching we a lot of touchdowns. Well, we, to yeah, we were watching it too, and it's just like after like the first quarter across all the teams, I was like, there's like a lot of scoring going on right now. Yeah. So definitely a heavy scoring weekend. Uh, I mean, obviously not, you know, the Colts, you know, they're put the defense up, not <laughs> there. Um, but yeah, so for, um, but yeah, so for the third straight game though, that's an NFL record. So right, as much as the 450 yeah. more yards. Yeah. But so Dak is pretty much earning what he wa- wanted yeah. right now. That I mean, he's, he's been deserving of the contract yeah. in my opinion. Maybe his figures and numbers were a little crazy, yeah. but yeah. Um, well, you yeah. got to pay him. You, you got to pay yeah, him. They've yeah. got to reach a deal. Yeah. So that's crazy. So um, <laughs> the Detroit Lions have now lost six straight games in which they led by 10 points. Listen, this was my upset this week, and they came out strong. 14 yeah. nothing. I snapped Katie, and I was like, here we go, my upset. Only for the New Orleans Saints to come back and beat them 35-29. to So, ah, the Lions. But, again, also not just the Lions, but, like, is proving that I still find – this New Orleans seems very sketchy. They right are. Now. I'm not on board with them. I'm not this year. sold on them. Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Mr. Tom Brady threw for five touchdowns and they finally have his big game that people have been waiting He's for. There, TBTB is there. Threw for five touchdowns in a 38 to 31 win over the Chargers. So it was definitely a close game. Still, also did start Justin off with a pick- Herbert. Yeah, looked 
Nice. Great. I He's like looking him. great. I'm loving it. We'll yeah. talk about that a little bit later too. Um, and then Buffalo, 4-0 and for the first time since 2008. You know, you know what I have to say about this? A couple of years ago when I was all for Buffalo, I yes. say this every week, yes, I think. Does. Yeah. And you made me literally look like an idiot. And now here Wait, you is are. This, is this that is that the comment? Because we hear this every week. No, I'm going to make it every week because I'm pissed. I mean, it was a bad pick when you said it. No, it was not. It was. I it was turned wrong. out to be very true, very opposite. I was in, and now I have pulled back, and now they're all in, and I'm like, you know what? It's just unfair, but good for them. 4-0, first time since 2008. Good for her. Good for her. A lot of stuff going on, though. It's a very, I know year after year we say it's a very interesting season. I think COVID takes the cake on this year of it being interesting, but there's so much yeah. going on week after week. There's a lot of moving parts, so... Yeah, I just, you know, I love sitting down and talking, you know, the week overview because there's always just so much stuff. So going on. Right. Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. Well, let's get into our week five picks, one lock and one upset. Right now I am doing an every other week where I, I'm really phenomenal. No. And then the next week I stink and then I'm, I'm really good. phenomenal. So this is supposed to be my not so great yeah. week. But I kind of feel confident in, in these picks. I thought it was a little bit easy, but we'll see. A little easier. The lock and the upset, I was a little. That was my biggest challenge. Yeah. But uh, why don't you start first, and we'll see what we got. <clears throat> All righty. So let's kick this off. So I am going with the Buccaneers, the Rams, the Bills, Steelers, Cardinals, Chiefs, Texans, Bengals, Panthers, 49ers, Giants, Browns, Patriots, Seahawks, and the Chargers. My lock is the Seahawks over the Vikings because the Vikings are not doing yeah, well. Yeah. And my upset is the Cincinnati Bengals over the Baltimore Ravens. You got a division game. Ravens are a phenomenal team, but I don't know. Joe Burrow got his first win. It's feeling hot in Cincinnati. I mean, he's I'm been going playing. for it. They've played close games yeah. every single week. I'm going for um, it. Funny enough, I'll just reveal right off the bat that then that, it? no, it's my lock, Baltimore over Cincy. <laughs> um, but again, it was hard to pick the lock and yeah. the upset. Mm -hmm. And I really, really like Joe Burrow and what he's mm -hmm. doing with this team. This, to me, felt like the safest. I don't know. It was really hard to get a good lock. Um, yeah. But I am taking, and we, we definitely have a lot of differences oh, here. Oh, so right, maybe it wasn't as obvious of a week as I thought. But I am taking the Buccaneers, the Rams, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, the Cardinals, the Chiefs, the Texans, the Ravens, the Panthers, Miami, oh, the Cowboys. I knew Kayla was still going to pick the Giants, even though we suck. No, you know what? Last week I picked the Rams, so back off, Kayla. But I knew because it was Dallas. Yeah, and Dallas kind of sucks. So do we. I think there's kind of a chance. It's going to be a dumpster fire both ways, but I think there's a chance. The Colts, the Just Patriots, saying. the Seahawks, and the Saints. I will give you a spoiler alert. I will not take the Giants once this year. Oh, my God. My upset. We're going to like an eight-win streak. No, I'm not taking them. Sure, and then if I'm wrong, I'll be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> it works in you know, it works in my favor. Um, my upset, my husband's going to kill me. It's the second straight week. I'm doing it. Miami over the banged-up 49ers. Well, I know your husband was upset last week, but I have to tell you, my boyfriend is very happy that you picked the Eagles. And he wanted me to tell you that, that he thinks Katie's a very smart girl for picking the Eagles. Don't take that as like, we, <laughs> don't take that as like we bonded over that because we didn't. <laughs> he, that's like, a, I, that was I, not a bond. I, I made sure he was aware of that, but yeah. he felt that way. <laughs> no, no. Let, let's set the record straight right here. Wait, so what's your lock? Uh, my lock was Baltimore over Cincinnati. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, there we have it. We'll All see right. what happens. That's good. Oh, gotta get all my notes together. Sorry. All right. So we will come back to football in a short period of time, but let's go ahead and get into our real, uh, our real stories of the real housewives. Yes. They are real. We don't know actually with this first one could be rumor, could Ooh, be real. We don't know. So real housewives of orange County, newer star. She's moving into mm -hmm. her second or third season, I believe. Brawin Wyndham Burke shuts down split rumors. So this is very interesting. I sent Katie a bunch of stuff on this because I was in the, the weeds on Instagram snur snooping. I was snooping yeah. here because I heard a lot of stuff. So on Sunday, the real house has an Orange County star and her husband took off 
off for a vacation um, in Puerto Rico. Um, so Bronwyn posted a lot of pics on Instagram, the two of them, to help, you know, everyone be like, shut up. We're not good. We love each other. Love each other. all think, these pictures on Instagram. I think it's bullshit, to be honest. <laughs> um, so they uh, got married in 2000. They have seven kids together. And if you guys watch the show, they have a very unique family. It's a very unique family dynamic as well. Um, a lot of their kids are just, you know, it's just, it's a very unique family. Um, but I, I always liked their, their family. I thought it was, you know, very interesting. Um, but yeah, so rumors started last month when she promoted a, uh, co-par- uh, co-parenting and divorce, a zoom, uh, yeah. zoom workshop on social media. So then that's when the rumors obviously started to scroll. You can't even say like one word on social media without people assuming things. Yeah. Um, so, and then their second oldest daughter shared a caption. It was, it was like her, like in like a bathing suit. It was like a modeling pic or whatever. And the caption was F you mom. Like, wow. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, so it has now been deleted. The picture is still up, but the caption has been deleted. Yeah. So that was one of the first things I saw. So I like ran, like found this girl on Instagram was like looking at all right. this stuff, found the picture, but what wasn't deleted were the comments. So I snooped through the comments yeah. and while she deleted the F you mom comment, uh, excuse me, caption. Right. All the comments were, oh my God, you know, like I have divorced parents too. Like if you ever want to talk about it, like, you know, you should see a therapist, you should do this. Yeah. Like, it's okay. Like splitting parents, it's, you know, whatever. So she's 18 years old. She's a moody 18 year old girl too. Yeah. And like if her parents are fighting, maybe she's taking a side and is that what kids do on social I think media these days? But, and, and I think that just leads to all the speculations yeah. and all the rumors and all the chatter. That is true. So, um, yeah, so she's been vocal about her unconventional marriage. So apparently they're like open. They're like swingers, I think. They're like open. To, they've had a threesome before. That's been very vocal. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm a little crazy. Um, but so um, she has, yes, gifted her husband threesomes for his birthday um, that she cheated on him in the past and they've separated for a little bit. So they, um, yeah, it's a, a very very unconventional. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. So it's, it's, it's weird because I definitely, um, so I have two sides for this. Mm -hmm. I think that they are probably not together. I, I, they, Cause it's, it's funny too, because like during the season when she was first introduced to orange County, um, they did go into their family, into their marriage, things like that. Um, and you know, it always seemed like they made time for each other, which is very important. Like when you have kids, when you start a family, like oh, yeah. you always have to revert back to like your husband and wife first. Seven like you, kids. I, so they, but they always made time for themselves. Like they always like made sure they did date nights, you know, right. Valentine's day was a big thing for them. Like they always were doing whatever. Um, you know, they had their times apart too. I believe he traveled a lot for work. Right. So she yes. was with the kids yes. a lot, things thing, like yeah. that. Um, but it, it always seemed like they had a, you know, a good marriage. Then a lot of stuff came out about like the threesome and the cheating. And I was like, oh, ah, an interesting marriage. Yeah. <laughs> so like, is he truly happy because he, you allow another female in the bedroom? Cause like, to me, that's not real happiness. That's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, yeah, so definitely unconventional, but, and I'm also on the side of things where like you do one thing on social media and the rumor starts, so she could have been promoting this for God knows what reason. It could have been because maybe she has friends who are divorced. Well, half the housewives were in county are divorced. To promote it, knowing that people were gonna like read well, into absolutely. it. You know what I mean? But I would have just been like, "Oh, I can't do that." People are gonna think like, "Yeah, something's wrong with." So my I'm also on that side too because, like, well, like, shit. Like, I don't want to post something on social media and someone to get the wrong impression. Right. Like. So I, I'm on that too, but yeah, but again, I told you, I, I dug into this real deep. I yeah, went yeah, real yeah. deep into this yeah. on social and it just, it seems not great. So yeah, we'll keep you posted. Yeah. I, I do believe like it is, a it, we met Brian as, at as I feel as though many yeah. celebrities do like try to save face in a way and maybe things yeah. really aren't that great behind the scenes, so um, but just trying to like prove like we're a united front no everything's good here's us on vacation in puerto yeah. rico like holding hands and and, and they're famous and too so like people will question them or you won't it's sad when it's in the real world and you yeah. know for a fact the people that you're looking at on instagram aren't really happy but yeah. they're posting to the world that they're the happiest and you're just like well yeah well like <laughs> don't ever let other people's instagram no. posts get oh you down guys don't ever know no what people are really you going have through. no idea, like no idea. Um, but let's get into some more housewife rumors. We've, um, the rumors, 
we've had so many casting rumors over these last couple of weeks I'm on the show. I'm kind of like, like emotionally drained about it. The There's updates, always the rumors, rumors, always all these the... different celebrities that we yeah. hear about. And yeah, it is kind of like mm -hmm. a, a, a tug and pull kind of thing, like getting people excited. Mm -hmm. Oh wait, like Andy Cohen yeah. shuts that down. Yeah. Like I do love a couple of these rumors. Though. I'm, I'm at least happy that for the most part, when you do hear these, like Andy somewhere somehow like vocalizes, this is not true. And it's not just with casting rumors, yeah. but other things right. too, like mm -hmm. things that have happened. He jumps um, on Dorinda being very, fired yeah, because quickly. she said the thing about Tinsley with yeah. the turkey baster. Yeah. And he was like, no, no, no. Like, yeah, just relax. Yeah. yeah. He jumps on things very quickly, which so. is good. Yeah. Um, on on a Friday episode of Brandy Glanville's podcast, she was asked if she's still friends with any members of the Beverly Hills cast. She did confirm that she's friends with Kathy Hilton and that she's coming on the new season. Mm -hmm. Kathy is related to Kyle yes. Richards. Mm -hmm. Obviously, she is Paris Hilton's yes. mother. Um, Kyle I, Richards is Paris Hilton's aunt, if yes. anyone didn't know that. Yep. Which is um, so wild. So I do it's have a, a quote from Brandy when she was on her podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, she did say that Kathy is going to be a friend of. I think it's already out there, so I, I'm hoping I'm not yeah. spilling anything. Mm -hmm. I think that'll be interesting because it's always interesting to have a family yeah. dynamic when Kyle and Kim were on it's different if you're going to fight with your family that's real shit so yeah like, yeah absolutely definitely I mean think about Teresa family drama that's yeah. what I was gonna say Teresa Melissa have brought um yeah. even even Kathy when she oh, was yeah. on New Jersey mm -hmm. a cousin of Teresa's a lot of like the family, Manzos they the, right yeah. right so yeah it does we add a completely different along. dynamic yeah. for sure mm -hmm. um and then on Thursday, Andy, like we just said, he shut down rumors on his Sirius XM radio show that Caitlyn Jenner and her business partner, Sophia Hutchins, nah, I love joining it. I loved that Hills. Rumor. I loved it. Um, he says they have both really expressed interest in joining the cast to him. They've been posting things on social media, mm -hmm. tagging him in it, yeah. like being really aggressive, which is like kind of embarrassing in a way, yeah. I think. Um, but he said he has never formally talked to them and he does not think it's a good idea to have them on the show. We need Chris Jenner. On Mainly it. because Chris Jenner is really good friends with Kyle Richards and he just feels like having Caitlyn on might yeah. be like a weird thing. We need Chris. I'm Jenner. open to that. Listen, the Kardashians are concluding their, she's you know, decades long. Hands. Not that show. she is, she's the best momager in the game. Not that she's got. But let her be. Her let hands. her be a friend of. We gotta yeah, like, let, get her on. Get her on. I would love it. Um, but yeah, he shut that down. So we always just get, get the them all on. Swirling. Get them all on. And I, I don't know if Kathy is going to be a friend of or Beverly Hills needs a makeover, in my opinion. It's, yeah. it's beyond frustrating, and I think a lot of people can agree with me. I was frustrated two seasons ago with the whole Lisa Vanderpump thing, but mm -hmm. I think this season everyone flipped out too with a lot of stuff going on. So, and now you've got Teddy gone, you have Denise gone. Like you got to rebuild. I like, think it's certainly been interesting, especially in Beverly Hills, mm -hmm. um, where a lot of celebrities do live. I think yeah. this is such an interesting franchise. And when Denise Richards came on, it yeah. was kind of like people were really excited wow, about like it celebrity like, oh, like we know who that is yeah. like we know what she's right. famous for yeah. um and people were really intrigued by that did it work out no, no. not just specifically right. her story and things she was dealing with that didn't work out um but having somebody like kathy hilton even the rumors about caitlin mm -hmm. jenner yeah. about chris jenner uh it kind of makes that beverly hills franchise exciting just to get the buzz going, see what's on. going on yeah just yeah. to put feelers out and see like could we potentially yeah. see another celebrity normalize having a i think we should all across all the franchises normalize having they, celebrities another on. rumor Atlanta's that, done it another like, rumor that andy has shut down because i've heard it like oh, year Snooki. after year after year is snooki Snooki's so on. he has yeah. said i don't know where this always starts but no <laughs> she's not coming she's on new not. jersey but i, I heard it recently i it's because i think she's like friendly with Melissa I because so I think too. they have yeah. shore houses yeah. by each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Snooki's <laughs> I probably like done with reality. Yeah. I mean, listen, she's not gonna be on Jersey shore anymore. No. So why sign up for the housewives? Yeah, like she wants to be with yeah. her family and that would just be counterproductive. So yeah, those are big stories of the week in the world of housewives. Let's play a little game. Let's play a game. Get into it. It is. Football. I like this one. Yeah, it is a good one. It is football related. So we are playing a game called NFL fact or fiction. Yes. So on Monday, um, NFL columnist, columnist, Adam, uh, shine. Oh, I hate him. Yeah. I literally hate him. I know. 
um, wrote an article on NFL.com deciding whether or not he believed the following nine statements are fact or fiction. And we're going to do the same. And then at the end, we will tell you what he said. Well, we can do it. We can oh, we'll do, do it one okay, by okay. one and right. we'll give ours and say what he said All for right. it. Um, yeah, so basically they are scenarios that can happen. It's like a buy or sell, essentially. Yeah, but we're calling it fact or yes. fiction. So it's funny that this article did come out because I actually did see something similar. I forgot where I did see it, the whole like, mm -hmm. fact or fiction thing. So we did think it was um, rather rather funny, rather ironic. So, but good game. So let's go ahead and get started. We have nine scenarios for you. Mm -hmm. So the first one, the Browns will snap their 17-season playoff drought. I like forget that it's been that long. Like I know like 17 is yeah. a long time. Like I mean, a long, like, long time. Like, like I was in high school. Yeah. So that's crazy. But I'm going fiction on this one. Mm -hmm. And I did need to look at their schedule. They have yeah. a very easy schedule. Yeah. So if they do pull this off, it won't necessarily surprise me. Yeah. But we are having um, seven teams now from each side make it. Yeah. And basically, I kind of looked at the AFC and I was like, mm, here's seven teams that I think will go before them. And, and that kind of gave me the answer. And I do think they're going to still finish third in the division, mm -hmm. which you could still finish third and go to the right. playoffs now. Um, but they will fall behind the Steelers and the Ravens. And I just don't think it's going to happen. So I'm going to go with fact on this one. Okay. Um, I am by no means on the Browns no, train. No, I'm not. No. I'm not. Um, I was pleasantly surprised to see them beat the Cowboys. Um, I think they yeah. are. I think Baker's finally seeing Odell Beckham. I think he's even, you know, seeing Jarvis Landry a little bit better. I think it just looks Nick Chubb is a huge loss for them. Yeah. But um, when you get him back, though, more towards playoff time, um, agreed that there's more teams in the playoffs this year. I think that that is one of the divisions where they can potentially send three people and have the potential there's definitely the potential there um and i just yeah so i'm just gonna because i can see it i think the opportunity is there so i'm gonna go with fact on this one well mr adam shine agreed with he you did so. go with facts so. yes mm -hmm. all right so number two the nfc east winner will not have a winning record um that's so hard because then you're saying at best somebody goes eight and eight and it yeah. really, it's happened where oh, even yeah. seven and nine teams have gone, but it is really, it doesn't happen that, that often. This was a toss up, but I'm still going to go fiction. Yeah. I'm still picking Dallas to win this division with a nine and seven record. What I've seen in the past four weeks is not impressive and it's very <laughs> scary. It's very terrifying. I'm going with fact on this one. Ooh, okay. Well, someone's going eight and eight. Well, actually, I don't know. The the Eagles technically can. So let's just bump, <laughs> bump them out of the running. Someone's going eight and eight. And but that know. was an argument. So just um, Adam Shine, he, this is number two. He is going fiction on yeah. this one. Um, but technically, if the Eagles do win the division, an eight, seven, and one record is a winning record. Well, so right. that's so, like a little uh, asterisk there. Right. You know what I mean? Hey, that could be it. It'll, yeah. it'll kill me, but it could be <laughs> it. It'll literally kill me in my sleep, but it could be it. Number three, Josh Allen is a top three contender for MVP. Fact. Fact. Hashtag fact. fact. Yeah, he's second in pass yards right now, third in passing yeah. touchdowns, and third in total QBR. You have to be delusional. And, uh, and this team's 4-0, yeah. and he's like the main reason for it. Kid knows how to run. Kid can launch rockets. He's, Not he's even just launch tough. rockets, complete rockets. He kind of like reminds me of Big Ben in a way. A little bit. I can see that. He's, he's a, a better runner. Than he is a better runner, runner. Yeah. but... Ben has always been like an underrated scrambler. Yeah. I won't necessarily call him a yeah. runner, but he was always like a Houdini because people yeah. can bring him down too. So he could keep plays right. alive and he has a crazy. Well, off. that's the thing too. I think, uh, you know, Josh more Allen's athletic easier. Ben. Yeah. He's, he's easier to take down too. Cause obviously big Ben is, that's why that's his name. Right. 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 He's a big boy. Uh, but I think that's a, that's a great comparison. Yeah. All right, number four. Oh, and by the way, oh. uh, Adam went with fact. Okay, cold hard fact on yeah. that one. Yeah, straight up facts. Um, number four, the Seahawks are the NFC favorites. I picked them to represent the NFC in yeah. the Super Bowl before mm -hmm. the season started, and they are proving me 
confident in my decision, fact. There's a lot of hype too, though, around the Green Bay Packers right now. I'm They're at, looking real nice as well. They are. Um, I think it does come down to QBs leading the team. And to me, Russell Wilson is just is, is just outshining Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. So I'm going with fact. I do time. actually, it's interesting that you bring that up because I do just want to say, like, if Josh Allen is in the top three contender, yeah. I feel like he's in there with Russell Wilson and Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I'm going fact. You went fact. Yeah. And, um, and Adam Shine went fiction. I think he did. I When I was reading his, I think he was he with the Packers. more with the Packers. Yeah. yeah. And you I think can a lot of people are. Absolutely. Um, number five, Tyrod Taylor should get his starting job back when healthy. Fiction. Fiction. Justin Herbert, man. I know you brought this up before. Yeah. He, we say this week after week two, because I think we're looking at a lot of new guys right now. I said this on Sunday when I was watching him. He is one of those guys that I am truly going to be excited to watch over yeah. the next couple of years. He's you're, you're not a fan of the Chargers. You're not, you know, a big West Coast person, but you you pick and choose the players that you watched and you want to see their career excel. He's one of those guys. Yeah. I didn't expect it going into the season after watching Hard Knocks. Well, I don't think any of us expected him to play that early because obviously he went in or due to an to injury. Or excited to watch yeah. him. That's more so what I meant. He went in earlier than expected due to an injury. Um, but right. the fact that he has been in and he has shown, has excelled and looked really good, what would be the point in going back? No. This kid is your future. Yeah. You know that. Tyrod Taylor knows that. Yeah. It was just a matter of time. And it yeah. came earlier than any of us thought. But the fact that he's proving that he can handle that situation, yeah. there's no going back. And sadly enough, we've seen this happen to Tyron Taylor in the he past. Knew, he knew it was happening something. Again. But the thing that intrigues me the most with Justin Herbert is that when we watched Hard Knocks, mm -hmm. um, a lot of the, the feedback given to him was that, listen, we can see when you make these tiny movements what you're going to do. Yeah, Imagine yeah. being placed in front of a – a defensive line in the NFL, they're going to see these tiny ticks and they're going to get you. They're right. really going to get you. He has been flawless. Yeah. There has been no movement. He is so cool, calm, and collective in the He's pocket. He's very poised. Very, you would never. So I think he really took that to heart. Yeah. And you can tell that he's been practicing because we saw during Hard Knocks the criticism that was yep. given straight to his face during practice, mm -hmm. during film, things like that, calling him out. And look where he is right now. Kid looks like, and of course he's throwing a couple picks, but that's some rookie mistakes. You got to get rid of that. You got to, you know, put that, you know, sweep it on the carpet and move on. But really not throwing it any more picks than anybody else. No. Uh, less picks but than But you a lot know, of people. people, picks will, they'll always bring up the picks. Yeah. But um, picks. Adam Scheinman. He went a hardcore fiction on this. He was like, no way. Yeah. This is this kid's job. I, I kind of went, the, I, I was hardcore yeah. too, I think. Yeah. All right, so six, New York football teams will own the first two picks of the 2021 draft. I went with fact on this one. Okay. Um, I do believe that there is the Jets and the Giants, mm -hmm. and then the next worst is still, like, pretty far up from them. I do believe that they are in a league of their own with how bad they are both playing. The other winless teams, for example, are the Falcons and the yeah. Houston Texans. And I have way more faith in those two teams mm -hmm. than I would ever have in the Jets and the Giants. I'm going fact on this. Yeah. So I ended up doing, I, I went with fiction. Um, and I just, I don't, I explained this last week while I do understand that, you know, the Falcons and the Texans could potentially turn things around and maybe not, you know, finish very, very poorly, like the Giants and the Jets. When it comes to the Giants and the Jets, the Jets are, again, this absolute, not even a dumpster fire at this point, they're a forest fire. It's absolutely uncontrollable. The blaze is out of control. No one can do a thing. The Giants are actually attempting to try things, to put the fire out, to move things around, to work things out. So I just don't see them falling that far down in the situation. And I know, listen, year after year, it's been like that. And I just don't, I don't know, I just don't see it this year. So... All right. Well, Adam went with fact on that yeah, one. And I'm sure many people will. I think America would. Oh, my God. All right. I knew you wouldn't agree. It's fine. <laughs> All right. So number seven, the Texans are wasting Deshaun Watson. If I could scream fact from the mountaintops, I would. You know, I actually went with fiction on this one. Oh, my God. This is this was my easiest one. Yeah. Because I thought fact, about it. It wasn't. Yeah. Because I think. First off, right now, he's the most sacked quarterback right now. It's in 2018, like yeah. he was the most sacked quarterback yeah. in the league. He's always at the tippy top, yeah. right? So he is a really, really, almost as bad as the Giants offensive yeah. line year after year no. after year. 
if Deshaun Watson had a good line, right? Yeah. He is a player who is similar to mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes and similar to Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And he would be mm -hmm. on their level yeah. if he had better people around him. Mm -hmm. They are wasting his talent. Yeah, I mean, listen, I 100% I get that. And obviously, Adam. And they got rid of Hopkins. Like, I know. But I'm not. I, I just. It's, it ties me to the Saints, too. Why is the fact that they're being so shady right now? Because Michael Thomas has been hurt the past couple. You can't, I can't have it rely on one player. I can't have the Texans, you know, shame them for being so poor and so bad and wasting <clears throat> Sean Watson's career because you traded away to Andre Hopkins. That's not how it works. That's not how the NFL works. It's not how teams work, in my opinion. So was he that good because he had one person to go to? No, but I'm just saying, like, if he was really that talented, we'd seem, I don't, I, yeah, I know. I, I get, I 100% agree with you on, on certain There's only I, so, and it's the same reason why Saquon Barkley is one of the best running backs in the league. And he, I, and he can't do uh, shit because he has a bad yeah, line. No, you're you're right. wasting Saquon's you're right. talent. Yeah. Nobody can run behind that line. Patrick Mahomes can't play behind the line of the Texans. Neither could Lamar Jackson. No. Deshaun Watson is being wasted. I just think that he, I think he fits within the Texans organization though. So I did. Oh, I, absolutely. I, so put the people around him. Yeah. So that, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so number eight, the bears have the worst QB situation in the NFL. Man, I had to look at each team one by one and be like, okay, okay, okay. Mine is uh, the, I went with in the moment right this second. Okay. So I, I went with fact um, mm -hmm. just because you, you do have a situation. There's there's situations like, for example, even though I don't think he's that bad, Miami's got Ryan Fitzpatrick, right. but it's not a bad situation because you did draft Tua. Like, you know, eventually mm -hmm. that's where you're going, right? So that's yeah. not a bad situation. You have your future. Mm -hmm. um, there's no future here with these two quarterbacks yeah. because they're veterans. You've mm -hmm. seen what they are and they're not the long-term yeah. answer. So to me, that is the worst case scenario because you will have to get a yeah. new quarterback. Yeah. You will have to draft somebody. You will have to pick somebody up in free agency. It is the worst situation, I believe. So I will have the worst situation, like, right this second. Like, I'm not, yeah, that's who I went okay. with. So I actually looked at it that way. Um, and I, I get the long term. Maybe I should have looked at it long term because this makes sense. But listen, Nick Foles is a phenomenal backup quarterback. Yes. I would have been... But that's that, why they, that's the key word backup. But but that he's going in, he's doing his thing right now. He's oh, okay. I, listen, yeah. you have to go in now and make a change. He's got to make a change. That's what Nick Foles does for organizations. That's what he's been known to do. You weren't going to start him week one. He's not a starter. But moving forward, he is now because he's going in. He's a backup yeah. quarterback. For me, right now, you have a 49ers team. I'm I'm very unsure of when Jimmy Garoppolo is going to come back. Hopefully, it's soon because I think it'll be soon. But you have a guy like Nick Mullins who comes out and acts like he's Joe Montana against the New York Giants, and he's trash and gets benched in the second, the, yeah, you know, against yeah. the Eagles. So to me, currently, right now, yes, yes, that's yes, so I went yes. off of that. So, so we did different, but yeah. that might be the scenario again next week or the week after when we don't yeah. know when Jimmy G is coming back. Yeah. So I, I took it that way. If I looked at it long, uh, long ways, mm -hmm, long mm -hmm. ways, <laughs> like long term, yeah. <laughs> Hello, Katie. Hi, Nico. Hello, Nico. Thank you for watching. Oh, Daddy won't like what Caitlin just well, said about I the just, 49ers. No, I, it's okay. A, a wise man once told me, aka Nate, uh, saying that he doesn't get paid to care. So he was the like, attitude maybe we all need to have. Don't. He was like, they make the big bucks, Caitlin. You do not. So yeah. one day when you're getting paid millions of dollars to be a fan, yes, you on can a Sunday, yourself. On a Sunday, I'm just eating pizza and drinking beer and watching <laughs> football. Like They're not paying I'm living my that. best life. It is a good life, though. I'll yeah. take the life. All right. And then finally, number nine. Oh, and sorry. Adam went with fact on that yes. one. So he yeah. did agree with you. Um. Number nine, the Ravens are no longer the AFC's second best team. Fiction. Yeah. I know that they haven't. Like, I'm still terrified of that team. I like, I think too. everybody should see them on their schedule. What are you going to put the Bills them. in their spot? So the I don't only know. other two teams that, like, I feel you could make arguments for, even though I'm not because I don't agree with it, is like the Steelers and the Bills right now. Yeah, they're both playing really well. Yeah, um, and they look nice. But I'm still way more intimidated and scared of that Ravens team oh, than I am the yeah. Bills and the Steelers. 100%. And I love you. the Bills yeah. right now. I think oh, they're yeah. looking phenomenal. I'd love to see a Bills Ravens match. It's like, you know what I mean? Like the, I just, the Ravens are off to a, like a slower start than people would think, but still, they're they're 
their slow the star is a lot stuff. of people's hot star. Yeah, so for real, for real. That's a um, start I'd like to see. So. And and Adam Shine said fiction as well. I think that was an easy fiction. Yeah. So yeah. I think people might want to jump the gun and say fact there, but I don't know. I just I disagree. No, I think a lot of people yeah. still have faith and belief in that team. True that. True that. Alrighty, well that was a good that game, was a good one. Was and we are now going to get to the point in our night where we get it off our chest, positive, negative, housewives, football, life, all that good stuff, or or bad stuff. Mm. <laughs> um, why don't you start us off? Alright, I'm getting fired up. Fired up, I gotta take a sip, take a sip of wine. Mm. As my uh, coaster gets stuck to my wine not glass. Well, not well. Every week. Well, I'm going to start off with a positive. Oh, the okay. outfit I wore during the game last week was fire. Okay. Was fire. I didn't. I posted it to uh, Twitter. So you gotta yes, go, I saw. I saw. Go it. look at the Twitter. I did I like post the to pants. Our, I like our the Instagram pants. too. So they are actually retro. They are yes. my dad's from like pants. way back in the day. And a lot of people are probably like, "Those are Bill's pants. They're not no, actually." No. Well, those are very those are those, popular. Those like Lawrence Taylor pants. Yeah. So they are not, and they have the Giants logo on them. They were like my dad's from like the late '80s, I think. And they how they fit me, I don't know. We'll just <laughs> we'll just say that my dad was V skinny back. Okay. In the day. Okay. But they're great pants, and my outfit was on fire. Clearly, though, later in the day, the day was not fire. The no. Giants lose, and they get into a scuffle after the game. Right. If you were watching Fox, what you saw was 5,000 people in a scuffle. You do not see one or two people scuffling or whatever. Right. So, obviously, I'm pissed off because the Giants sucked a big one, like another week in a row. It was already a bad day to begin it with. It was already a bad one. <laughs> I was not happy. Yeah. I was standing up the entire game, I think, because I was sweating. I was not okay. I was I don't drunk, probably, like because – no, I do. I'm not well. Um so I'm seeing this scuffle at the end of the game, and I'm seeing guys like Gates and other people, like Lineman, Hernandez, really getting angry. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. Like, you can't defend Daniel Jones like that, but you can go fight a Rams player after the game. <laughs> like, okay. okay Gates also, that. like, picked a fight with Aaron Donald during the game. Like, let's relax. It's Aaron Donald. I like, kind of like that. He will eat you. He no. Got the, no, no, no. But he got the penalty on I that. Know. And if he had gotten one more, he would have gotten thrown I, out of the game. I know. Take one for the team. I know. Get him he to will, cause another fight with literally you. I was cool you. with it. He will eat you. Um, but like Take I want for the team sacrifice yeah. sacrificial lamb. <laughs> <laughs> so we're seeing a scuffle with 5,000 people. So I took to the Twitter, the commentators were also pissing me off. I took to the, the Twitter many times to bitch about the, the commentators. Um, they were not good. Very awful, uh, commentating during that game. Mm hmm um and so i i finally took at the end of the game to the twitter and i i did a video about how pissed i was that our team gets into this scuffle uh, and clearly the caption and in my video i say i do not know who started this or why it started but i'm just right. so angry that there's so much fight and there's so much energy out there right now and i saw absolutely nothing during the game yeah well lo and behold who started the freaking fight was golden tate and jalen ramsey because they have their off-field drama with right baby mamas and all this crap yeah. and it's golden tate's sister and jalen ramsey cheated on her and is yeah. leaving her and she was pregnant and all this stuff i could give two shits about what that's not to do with football has nothing to do with football i know about that drama all that stuff i mean if you want to like hit him extra hard on the field or well, something Jaylen like that ramsey like, did hit golden yeah, yeah. extra hard yeah. so he really he put it out on the field Golden didn't do shit. Yeah. No one else did shit during the game. So now we're here at the end of the game. There's a scuffle, 5,000 people. I tweet this out. I got to tell you, I think my video is at over 10,000 views. <laughs> I got literally nailed to the cross. Torched. I got torched, torched. And I've been torched on social media many a times before. This is probably one? the worst one. This really? Time. And I went after Tim Tebow one time and his audience is, whew, don't ever go after I Tim Tebow. I would go after Tim Tebow. Yeah, don't. They'll get you. <laughs> they'll get they'll you. Get you. His, Twitter or Tebow lovers. <laughs> the Twitter world. The Twitter. The Twitter Tebow the lovers. Tweeters. The tweeters. The, the tweeters love the, the Tebow. Tebow. The Tebow tweeters, they'll get you. Those <laughs> Jesus-loving freaks, they will get you. <laughs> they got me. They they were rough. Oh, that was I a rough it. crew. I love it. So this crew is even worse. So it was yeah. one of a huge, actually, sports Twitter, actually, retweeted me and told me to stay in my lane and they were like you have no idea what's going on between Jalen and Golden and I was like well actually I, I do I forgot about it like well, I because it was like it once before but like it was a summer it was last I don't summer. pay attention to that because no, it doesn't have to do with football no. so the fact that people were trying to be like well you got to know the best well, yeah why do I care no, about that I don't care about story. that I care about your stats what you're gonna do for my team not your background bullshit with your family so I got dragged by a really uh, like popular sports account so cool you're you're not tweeting about sports. Maybe you guys should get 
kicked off Twitter. Um, so got dragged there. A lot of people in there were just calling me stupid. A girl told me to get back in the kitchen, all this, a lot that's, of stuff. That's terrible. A lot of people were sliding like into my original post saying like, oh, this is family drama. You stay out of it. Like, okay. So again, back to my original tweet, I literally say, I don't know who started yeah, this yeah. <laughs> or why, because what I saw on Fox and, and it was Fox, such an initial reaction too. like you yeah. tweeted it like right almost away. immediately and Fox came out like later and like people were talking about it, that Fox cut the part where Golden and Jalen went at each other at half field. Yeah. yeah. So we only so saw as it. fans, yeah. everyone together. Right. So, and then I sent a page, like a picture. I, I actually tweeted a picture like the next day because someone was like, holy crap, I saw all these people come at you. I go, this is what I saw on TV. Please, you can't Golden see. Tate's in the background. You can't it's pick every, anybody apart. No. And I was just like, really? So honestly, everyone who came after me on Sunday, I know that social media is a deep, dark hole of shitty people. You all suck. I don't belong in the kitchen. Well, I do. I'm a phenomenal cook. <laughs> but we're here for a reason. We've been doing this for over two years for a reason. 130 episodes for a reason. So suck it. I'm going to yeah. continue to say my opinion and literally shut the hell up. So now listen, let me just say that if there were giants fans, people coming after you, mm -hmm. we're all in pain. People let's stick together during hard times. Seriously. Like, some kumbaya stuff. Like let's I just think one giants fan did come after me. Like screw you. Like let's just be there for each other during hard. We're times. suffering enough. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. So sorry. I'm that was so, my big old bit. I'm sorry. I know. I right? wish I could defend you on the Twitter, but the Twitter world you is another, from our account. You're, another world that I don't. It's not. Don't, I, don't I, don't I, I show up every once in a while. <laughs> I sneak in. Not during the hard times. <laughs> no, no. no <laughs> she lets me deal with the hard times. Like I did. I did. I tell very hard times. <laughs> All right. I'm going to keep mine like positive and very light. And it was no, just, just like. A, a super random thought that I had yeah. today, not even specifically sitting, trying to think of my get it off my chest. It just was a thing that popped up. And I was thinking, my God, like we've seen Andy Cohen on our TV screens. I mean, since 2007, 2008, like when Housewives was all going on because he's yeah. been there from the beginning. He's hosted the reunions. Um, and obviously he has watched What Happens Live. Yeah. We, we see him everywhere and he has a very public Almost life every day he's very active on social media like mm -hmm. i have never seen andy with a boyfriend yeah which if you think about that then that's like that's like a decade like a little yeah. over a decade of him being in the public eye and we've never even heard whispers or rumors well, i think anderson cooper was always a whisper but that's like his biffle like that's his bff um and like John Mayer, but I think that's just like yeah, that. everyone's that's another, that's everyone's another bromance. It's a hope and hope These are bromances dreams. because that's literally all we have to go off of is no. bromances because we've never heard anything yeah. else. Mm -hmm. Um, I read one of his books. He talks about like going out on dates and everything, but like there's never been anybody mm -hmm. serious. Yeah. Um, and certainly if there was, the world would see it, oh, hear 100%. it, and know it. Uh, so I would really love to see Andy like get his own little Bravo dating yeah. show because I would so love to watch it. Um, I was actually recently talking to my cousin and I was telling him like, you know, who's a hunk. I was like, <laughs> I was like, Andy Cohen. I was like, Andy Cohen's a babe. Like he, he really is. is. He's a, and like, I get it. Daddy. Like literally we all call him daddy. He like, has a baby right now. And I, I'm sure like dating isn't really necessary on necessarily. On his priority a, a list. being 100%. a dad and being the the daddy of Bravo, the daddy he works, 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 works. Yeah. Has a child, has a baby, and I get that maybe again it's not on his top of the priority list. But Andy, like, has ben it ever has it ever been on the top of your priority list? Like, maybe know. you're just concentrating on work too much. Like, enter this next phase of your life and like share maybe it with he just somebody. Feels like everyone on Bravo is his significant other. Males, females. But they're all women. Males. No. So <laughs> all the Southern Charm guys, below deck guys. He's got the New Jersey men. Know, but they're all straight. So it's like. So maybe he just feels that they're, he's in a relationship with all of them. He's so emotionally attached. But that's Listen, being a, we in a relationship with your job. So I feel fair. like you okay. need to like, I would really, really, really well, love. Wouldn't you be? Emo we're emotionally invested to the housewives as like for a couple of franchises. Yeah. He's dealing with all of Bravo. He's got to be oh, like, I get so it. emotionally I get it. Invested. And again, that's why I'm saying, I don't know. I think maybe the issue is that he doesn't have time for it. Maybe he sees a lot of sick shit. He also 
you have to keep in mind, Watch it. What Happens Live films every single night and yeah. it goes on at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. Like yeah. he's not out there like roaming New York City going no. on dates. Yeah. Like he's getting ready to do a show every single yeah. night. But at some point, like I would love to, like I would, I would die if I like popped on the Instagram one day and saw him like with saw a boyfriend. Yeah. I would, I would be so happy. I so agree. Andy, like we just want to make sure you're happy and I would love to see yeah. you in love. So I want to see him in love as well. Yeah. I know he's in love with Ben, but we all love baby Ben. <laughs> I love so him. they're so, so cute. cute. Together, the two I of them, cry. Honestly. But even like recently it was national boyfriend day and like Bravo did this whole thing about yeah. like, it. Andy is everyone's Andy's boyfriend. our boyfriend. He's, yeah. he's all of our boyfriends. You know, but I tell people that Andy comes. I love him. I love him so much. I love you, Andy. I agree. If you're watching, hopefully <laughs> you totally but, are. <laughs> duh. That's what this is all ideas <laughs> from. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for watching, listening uh, this episode. Yeah. Totally loved it. Loved y'all. Um, thank you guys so much. So do not miss if you are listening live right now or, you know, whenever you are listening. Mm -hmm. um, on Sunday, uh, you have Real Housewives of Potomac at 9 p.m. Orange County season 15 premiere is only one week away. It's good. We need more franchises yeah, and on it's good. TV. And you're going to see a little bit of like the COVID filming. There's a lot of yeah. unique stuff in Orange County this season. So definitely probably, you know, I'll definitely tune in. I know I take my hiatus from them, but definitely interested in seeing yeah. that. Um, Thursday night football is Tampa Bay at Chicago. Sunday night football, the Minnesota Vikings at the Seattle Seahawks. And Monday night football, you have the Chargers at the Saints. So yes. do not miss out. Thank you guys so much. So, so much again for joining us. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> the damn coaster. It always gets stuck. The condensation. But thank you guys. Cheers. Bye. Yeah.